1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of... Anyone? 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 We've all seen that person that knows it all. You know that guy that knows everything? Well, that's not what you're getting here. I'm a know-nothing kind of guy, just trying to broaden my horizons. Join me on my journey of Scotty Doesn't Know. Good evening, you know-it-alls. How's it going? Another episode of Scotty Doesn't Know. Cheers. So, I've said once, I'll say it again, I am not a sports guy. I like watching sports. I like playing some sports. But man, some sports, I just don't understand. And one of those sports is lacrosse. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of stick whacking, there's a lot of cross checking, and there sure as shit ain't a lot of penalties called. So today, I called in my nephew, Caleb. He's going to school down in the States here come fall to play uh, lacrosse. Uh, he's been playing lacrosse for the Peterborough Liftlocks for, I guess, his whole uh, lacrosse career. So he's won some championships. He's pretty knowledgeable. I think he's a pretty good player. Maybe he'd say he's an okay player, but uh, <laughs> let's bring him in. Hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So thanks so much for uh, joining me here tonight and talking a little bit about uh, lacrosse. I guess it's Canada's second game. Yeah, summer summer Olympic summer Olympic sport, or uh, yeah, our truly our our true Canadian um, sport more than hockey, I guess. But uh, so uh, at the end of the day, your parents were more into lacrosse than they were into hockey. Yeah, quite a bit. Was it the driving, or your dad just doesn't like being in cold arenas? I don't know. We drive an awful lot for lacrosse. <laughs> anyway, so, probably more than yeah. you ever would have for hockey. Driving all the, all over the place for And lacrosse. like how many tournaments in the States? And I mean, right, you were down to Oakville this weekend. Yeah. Um, Pretty much all the games are down in Oakville. And yeah, yeah. To way over there. And then your your brother ended up being a goalie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the year you were interested in playing hockey, there was no team for you to play on. Yeah, which sucked. That was uh, two years ago? Three years ago. I think it was three years ago now, yeah. Uh, you're probably better. I'm not saying that being a multi-sport uh, athlete isn't a bad thing, but you're a pretty good lacrosse player. Yeah, good to just focus on one. <laughs> one, one. Wayne Gretzky never did that, but oh well. So you started like right when you were tiny, like might age, right? It, it, yeah, I think I was six maybe. Sure. I think six I played house league. Right. And then when I... My next year, seven, I started rep lacrosse, and I've played every year since. Since. It's just, I assume it's just a given. Um, you still go to tryouts? Yeah, just the tryouts and everything. A little bit of hustle involved. And lacrosse uses the same thing as hockey, so there's might, tyke. It goes uh, paperweight, tyke, novice, peewee, bantam, midget, and then it goes intermediate, Junior C, Junior B, right, Junior A, and then you're starting to see like U18, U16. Yeah, that's what they do for field lacrosse. Yeah, okay, it's like U16, U18, but then for box they use the, the yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Which some of that's very similar to to hockey, and some of it's completely different. Yeah, so. a lot of them are pretty close. Right. 
And uh, have you consistently played the same position, or have you moved all over the place? I pretty much play every like box across. I'm more of a D guy, but right. I've and had my years where we need some offense or something. So they'll throw I, you. I end up going at the Odor for a while. Now you had a year where you were taking a lot of faceoffs too, right? Yeah, that's in field lacrosse. Okay, and so, you you just have a better. Yeah, back then I was a lot bigger than everyone, stronger, so I right. just push them over, take the ball, and go. And that's that's changed, hasn't it? Yeah, everyone else caught up. <laughs> so it's funny how that goes, right? You, you hit that growth spurt a little early, and all of a sudden you got a couple pounds and a couple inches. Yeah, and longer legs and run by them. They can't really do much. It makes a huge difference, yeah. and then they catch up, and then um, it becomes a bit more skill. And yeah, yeah, and I feel like too, you played with like men. Like, you've played up before. Yeah, I've played with men when I was pretty much a little boy. Yeah, yeah. Humbling? Yeah. <laughs> really quick, right? Yeah, you know, you learn your place pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, do they treat you okay? Like, Yeah, they're all, everyone's always like, they know pretty, you're, yeah, crazy friendly. They know you're underage. Yeah, it's not like you're going and, it's not like you see like hockey or something where you hear an older guy's going and they're like sort of mean the younger guy right i've never seen that in peterborough it's always oh that's good the younger guys get brought in and they're sort of happy the younger guys are there right somebody to do the running but you do play like everyone plays together for five years in junior so you sort of get used to it right it's like the younger guys come up that are in the system get them up early help out the team right because i i assume once you get to your like your senior end of things there's guys that are missing games because of other commitments and life and work yeah. So to have the ability to pull in a, a high school age kid to come and play. Yeah, we've had a lot of that. Or you're going over to Quebec or something to go thump a team by 25. And some older guys know they're going to thump them, so they don't want to go. So all the younger guys get the call for the 10-hour right. bus ride. <sighs> Man. But uh, it's still fun. You get to go play. And you get to actually play against those teams all right. the time. Right. I mean, it, it, it's like anything. Is there days where you um, you ride the pine? Not so much. Not so much. There's been times back in the day, yeah, where you might get told to sit down, like when I first started. Right. You know, the next, there's going to be a fight in the next, uh, is it even periods or shifts? Shifts? Yeah, shifts. Right. So there you are, hustling. Yeah. So uh, ideally, uh, do you know when that photo's taken? I'm pretty sure that was taken, was that that might have been the gold medal game. I'm not sure. I think that was gold medal game. So most of these photos are probably from 2019? Some of them are, and some of them are for tw- from 2018. Right. This one, I believe that one's 2019, though. And that's your, your typical gear, so nothing on your legs? No. Nothing across your hips? Nothing across the hips, but you have kidney protectors, but... So you can sag them down to cover the hips, which right? I normally do a bit because you get cross-checked in the top of the hips, you're gonna feel yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have a lot of meat there. And then a chest protector, little thin thing, and then arm guards and gloves, and that's what I wear. No, it, no elbow pads. That's sort of your your elbow arms. Elbow pads are sort of built in. Yeah, they're longer than hockey guards. Right. They cover down the forearm a bit, and then up the bicep. Right. And then uh, to, a you never. Now, those goofy-looking lacrosse helmets, is that field? Yeah, those are the field helmets. And nobody wears them in box? No, if you wear that in box, you're going to get chirped. Like, there's no other option. Right. You can't really see in those things either. Your peripheral gets taken. Like, I hate wearing You go outside, and the ball's coming in, and it's like you got the visor in front of you, and it sort of cups in around the side. Right, too. right, and that's just to block the sun? Yeah, I think so. Right. 
Because, like, uh, if you do wear the box one outside, you're getting pretty blinded. Right, right. So, I remember, like, going to a few of your games, and this is when you were still little, and, like, stick checks. So, you're running down, and I can hit you, as long as I'm holding the stick with one hand, I can hit you the whole way down. Yeah, like, if he, if he has the ball, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If he has the ball, you can hit him, whack him. The refs will sort of, if you start swinging like a baseball, they will. They'll give you a warning. Normally, they give you a warning, and then they'll throw the flag or right. now, put their hand up. Two hands on my stick, and I give you a whack if you have the ball. Is that still legit? Yeah, you can whack one hand, two hand, cross-check. So, now, some. what are we looking at? Is it just sheer velocity or intent to injure when we see a penalty or a flag called on a stick check? Because that's what I... Like, yeah, it's normally intent to injure, yeah. It's trying to slash. So, right, all of a sudden, it's not just a, a poke, poke, poke. It's a, like, I'm yeah. going to break his wrist. Yeah, chopping trees is what they say. <sighs> okay, and, um, like, cross-checks. So, you're... You, there's a lot of that along the board. I assume you're not allowed to do it at speed or, like, like it would be a charging call, right? No, there's no, no thing as a charging call. No. <laughs> you get... You want to run from the other end of the floor and take a guy out. Yeah. I've seen a couple goalies. They go out to play the ball in the corner and box goalies in those big gear don't yeah. move. And they look up and a guy's been running from center and just steamroll. And no call. No, it's clean. He has the ball in a stick and took it right shoulder and, to chest or stick to chest. And he can lead with the stick. Yeah, you can go stick. You sort of want to because normally the other guy puts a stick out like this. Right. Um... And then from behind, like on a cross check. That's a penalty if you hit someone on the numbers from behind. Okay. That's a four minute penalty. No, all the time? <laughs> Not all the time. Like, cause like on defense and stuff in box, you can hit. If they don't have the ball, you're pushing I, them out, right? Yeah, you can give them a whack. The refs will tell you. Like, I like to give them a slash on the wrist or something where there's no padding. Right. Let Just the, to let them know. Yeah, let them know. Give them a few cross checks. Such a brutal sport. Anything else weird about lacrosse, like rule set? Like, there's there's a shot clock. Yeah, you have to get. You can only have eight seconds to get the ball over half too. Once you hit junior, right? Which sort of that speeds the game up real fast because the team puts pressure on you and you have to get that ball over. It's turned over. So uh, a minute straight running around in your defensive zone, and those five guys are pretty done. Right. Um, I, I feel like too. There's a lot more. Like right as soon as you guys get it out. There's five guys running into the door and five guys. Yeah, offense, defense. It's like, oh, guys don't really come back. Oh, guys really never come back. D guys will go up and play. Right. And then there's over and back? Yeah, there is over and back once you hit junior. So, again, that that reminds me from the days when I played basketball because I knew that. So, right once you're in their offensive end, that ball can't come back. Yeah, if it... Unless it's off a shot and like the flex off the goalie or off the post and right. comes back out, but. and that's playable. And mm-hmm. there's a, and then again, not every is there stoppage in play. So a goal, there'd be a stoppage in play. Yeah, but you're not doing faceoffs. Yeah, you you do faceoffs after every goal. Yes, but not like like right if there's oh a, yeah like, you like, miss, like the stop shot clock. They just toss the ball into the corner and they scoop it and they run it out, right? Yeah, or the goalie takes it, the ref blows his whistle, goalie takes it, throws it. But yeah, the time doesn't stop and 
Right. Everything is sort of keeps a lot, going. It's a, a more fluid game. Like, there's less stoppage. Yeah. It's like in hockey, right? Every time the goalie covers it, you're doing another face-off. Mm-hmm. But in lacrosse, if the if the goalie covers it, they just choke it out, and there's it's it's blues ball, Yeah, blues right? ball in the crease or in the corner. And away you go. Yeah. Give um, your player your five feet or whatever and take off. Right. Would you say it's higher scoring games or is it still like on average, are you still looking that it's, you know, three to four or five? It changes. Like when I was coming up my whole way up till about Bantam, which is my third, fourth last year, the goalies start getting a bit bigger and the nets stay tiny. The nets are tiny at that time. So like back then you You get 10, 15 goals a game. That's a regular game. Right. And then it's sort of midget. Everyone's at puberty. They're in high school. Goalies are big. You start seeing three, two, four, three, five, four. And all of a sudden, there's they a st- lot, less net, lot less net to shoot at. Yeah, and then they switch the junior, though, and these big goalies who don't have to move much, they make the nets a bit a foot wider, and the goal starts coming in a bit more. Again. They start being a bit more strict on the pads they're wearing, how wide they're flopped out. Right. And then you start seeing 10 goal games. 15 like you've even seen that in hockey in the last couple of years where they've they've tried to you know regulate yeah. pads and chests and that they're not taking up so much room and i'm like well the, the next step is if they don't want to wear smaller gear you make it a bigger net yeah but i mean did you see that picture of um price and um Vasilevsky, yeah, the same size, but Vasilevsky's got like, and I mean, some of them, I'm somebody's modified it on a meme, right? And, yeah, and blowing them up, but ideally, and they're saying that's just Price wears his tucked in, his the the bottom of his pad in, mm-hmm. and the other guy wears it out, so it it rides. Yeah, that's like our goalie. Uh, he got drafted to the Calgary Roughnecks for Junior A. He had his last game this weekend, right? But before one game, he's. Tells the rookies, he throws his pads in the middle of the floor and tells the rookies, hop on them because they're plastic and he just wanted them flattened so they're a bit wider. So people were up there jumping on them. He probably got another inch on both sides. Right. Flattening them out. And that's his legs or that's his chest? His leg pads. Right. But he said when he got that to the first training camp, they told him, get rid of all that gear. It's too wide. You need smaller gear. I can remember when we were younger too, goalies put in like pool noodles in their shoulder pads to puff them up or wrapping pool noodles around their waist. My one goalie'd put shin pads up in there. And no one would look? No, but I've a couple goalies have got called. I mean, right, you can get now the the coaching staff can call for an equipment check. Yeah, they call for an we had them Six Nations called us once, probably ten years ago. Because we had a big he was a great big kid, like bigger than the rest of us. Right. So he needed bigger pads. But you have to have a special form saying you need these pads. Because, yeah, because I'm... Six Nations knew that, and we were thumping them, so they called it. And it was probably an hour stoppage. And I was in the box at that time, so I sat in the box for about an hour. They're in measuring him. Then they said he can't play. So his parents had to drive about two hours to go find pads that were small enough and legal so he could play the next day for us. So what do you do for goalie... After, if he can't, do they can't kick him out like right then and there? Yeah, in that he, game? Was, he was done for the game, and our backup goalie came in, and we got a five minute penalty, I think. Right. Which, yeah. It, it's typical, right? Mm-hmm. But um, just because he didn't have the proper documentation. Yeah, like it was not like he was cheating. He was wearing the pads that fit him properly. Right, but... right. He was just husky. It's yeah. not his fault. It's funny, I uh, playing goal, I felt like 
the year I lost all my weight mm-hmm. was my worst year in net. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I play better fat. And uh, just right the way things fit. Yeah. And I knew where, right? And I knew where my body was and I knew how my arms kind of flapped in on me. Yeah, and how you move around in that. And like, right, and I lost 50 pounds. And uh, that next year, didn't buy new pads because I'm a cheap ass guy. <laughs> so, right, tightened it all. Yeah. But then, so it wouldn't be huge. But then again, when I tightened it, it brought in the sides. It changed the space in my armpits. I had all kinds of stuff go through my, like, right, you think you're there. You just don't yeah. squeeze in. And it goes through. And uh, the amount of stuff that just, you know, it, or it would touch your side. You're like, oh, if I was fat. <laughs> that pad would have been sitting out there and it would have deflected out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there certainly is, um, <laughs> to some point when being a little overweight versus being, um, athletic. Yeah. It comes in the play. <laughs> it pays off. Right. That's cool. So any other weird, um, there's some rules about the stick, right? And the, and the netting in it. Is that right too? Yeah. You can only have it. They can't see if you set a ball in your stick, you can't see the air through the ball. Like underneath the plastic has right. to be white, and the, that's to keep it like a smaller pocket. Yeah, keep a small. If someone has a bigger pocket than that, the odds of the ball coming out are, are next to none. Yeah, and that not. would be. Tell me about this one. So I think you said that one was uh, due to a giant pocket. Yeah, that stick I bought in the pocket just it was perfect. The ball wouldn't come out, but it wouldn't come out if someone was hitting it. But when I wanted to shoot, it would shoot because that one there. It was a penalty kill, and we ran. I ran down through the team trying to get it out, and just sort of fell off balance and shot, and looked up, and the ball was in the back of the net. That's the best kind of goal, right? Short-handed. Yeah, you close your eyes and open them and <laughs> score. <laughs> just check it. <laughs> so there's the stick, equipment, was, uh, rules. It was wild the year in field across. I played goalie, which that field across goalies don't wear much equipment. They right. Were, chest protector gloves and you got a way bigger stick yeah you got it's not as big as the ones inside but it's quite a bit bigger right how is that entertaining like and they're still hawking that ball it's the same ball same ball and they're shooting just as hard like you wouldn't think you'd get hit that much but your coach tells you block the shot right. i played back in the day when there wasn't too there'd be maybe one or two kids who could really let go of right a shot so it wasn't sometimes if i did i wasn't that fast with my stick so i just Put my leg out, soak it. But yeah, it was brutal. And you get you get lit up as a field goalie, like right. You'll look up and it'll be like the seventeenth goal or something. You say, like, "Holy crap!" And then long pole is uh is outdoor. Yeah, the six foot poles. Those things do some damage. And the idea behind that is that because the field's longer, you can throw the ball and get it out, or is it a reach thing? It's more of a defensive thing. You just have so much control. Reach reach is a big one, yeah. Field guys are more slippery than box guys tend to be, like, back and forth, spin, sort of. And now is that because of cleats? Or I think is, so, yeah. yeah, and just the way the game's played. Like right. Watching a Canadian field game to an American field game is a bit different. Just the way they use both hands, too, so it's like they switch back and forth. Right. So you need that reach to sort of react. To what they're doing. Yeah. And it is such a huge field that those three long poles in the back end can cause a bit more havoc, the ball coming across. Right. Huh. So, you ever think about uh, the hours that you've put into this? Not really. Not no, really? A lot. Of- yeah. And because lacrosse can be played 
And I mean, right, you swap from winter, which is box, right? I start, we do tryouts in about March normally is what we do. And some years we'd have a field team and, and the box team, or some years we'd just have a box tryout and your box team is your field team and your box team. Right. So up here, like for field, some years, the one year I remember we didn't practice once because field starts in a boo. The last weekend of March we start field, so there's still snow on the ground. It can be cold. Yeah, it's blowing. So we wouldn't have practices because it'd be like minus two out. So we wouldn't have practice. The one year we didn't have practice the whole season till the last week we had our first practice. I don't think we won too many games. No. But that's what you expect. But the coaches also weren't worried about the field. Like, the field season was not our worry. That was our warm-up. Some players would miss it for AAA hockey. That, so, was, a, that right. was a big one in Peterborough. AAA practice, or tryouts were then. So they had intervened. So, ideally, like, you're almost using box as your war- or sorry, field as your warm-up to box season. Yeah, I get back into it. Sorry. And then box runs from when? May 2-4 to about middle of August. And then you've got, and then. I normally would take, sometimes I'd only take a couple of weeks and I'd start a fall field season for six weeks till Thanksgiving. Right. And then that would sort of intertwine with my, I played a league in Oakville for a couple of years. Yes. So I'd drive down every Wednesday night and play a game with my coaches. He said, he, he said uh, I wasn't playing and then he came and said, I'll drive you. So that's sort of yeah right yeah, was, yeah your dad wasn't too in, inclined to drive uh, across the city to Oakville yeah four <laughs> every hours every Wednesday those were just some long nights getting home at like midnight on a Wednesday night and then you got class in the morning uh yeah especially back in like grade six and se- like now you could do it but back then you'd be just done in the morning you're not drinking coffee or anything no. either. you're waking up and going I'm just a kid <laughs> didn't know any better oh dear. And then, so now you've done all this, you've put in a ton of time and practice and you've been, what's the word? Is it drafted, acquired? It's uh, recruited. Recruited by? Pfeiffer University in North Carolina. North Carolina. That's very cool. And they're a division three school? Yes. And you chose division three because you want to play. Yeah, I've always played. I don't like sitting on the bench. No, right? right? No, for sure. So, and and this is the thing down there. As much as we take it serious up here, is it is it a different game in the states? I haven't seen. Like, I don't. Really, I'm not sure what to expect from it. But I've heard a lot of the kids like Division Three. They're not skilled lacrosse players. It's they didn't make it in basketball or soccer or football or something. <laughs> And they're athletic because they all work out like crazy. Right. I've heard they all work out and like they train like crazy. So lacrosse, if you're athletic, you can play. There's there's a little bit more of a buffer. Yeah, versus... you can you can teach someone to whack someone if they can run with them and stay with them. If they have that footwork. I always thought it would be like that. The whole the passing and catching with the stick and then the throwing and to, to me it it's it's so many actions yeah while you're moving it's like oh it's like dry heaving it's like oh i don't know if if that's functional like right baseball you know you stand there and you hit the ball yeah and then you catch the ball and then you throw the ball i mean sure in the you see some guys that are doing you know multi-function or multi-actions yeah. in one kind and i mean right that that's finesse and that's skill but I mean, I, that's how I always looked at lacrosse. That it, I never thought of it as a well. As long as you're athletic, we can dumb it down for you, and you can play. In a way, yes. You still have to have that like 
You do have to have the hand Hand eye. eye. And yeah, there's a whole, great. you got to catch the ball. You got to pass the ball. You got to throw the ball. And, uh, and it's not your hand that's doing it. It's that, it's an extension of that stick, right? It's, um, it's more in blocks across where you get away with it. Like when we won gold in 2019, we weren't a very, we had our offensive players. And like when we came in the tryouts, our coaches said, we have our offensive players. It's all the younger guys. If you want to make it, learn how to play defense and show us that you can play defense against the best players. Cause we probably had six or seven of the top, 30 guys Offensive. in Ontario, yeah, like, we could score the ball, put the ball in the net. Yeah, and this is 2019? I believe so, yes. I think that's at Provincials that weekend, earlier yeah. on. Right. So there's this one kid, we played with him a couple of years earlier, and he just sort of quit. He was our goal, actually, he started as a player, and then he ended up as our goalie that year, because we needed another goalie. So he switched the goalie for us, and then... But, Next year, we needed some more big guys back on defense because we were pretty tiny. So our coach went and called him and said, want to come play? Just We don't want you to score goals. We just want you to go over there and be big and hit guys yeah. and make them know that you're out there. We need some bodies out there. And that's what he came and did. He brought energy. Right. Brought everyone. He was a great guy to have in the room. Right. Everyone and the, loved him. And, and big hit sometimes swings the, uh, yeah, the game. He'd, he'd go out there and crush a guy or something because he's a big hockey guy, so he'd love to go out there and just right. wreck someone. He knew how to line them up and hit them. It's funny because there we were watching your game on YouTube the other day, and the uh, the rest were, I think, full helmet, full masks. No masks, just no helmets. No masks, just helmets. And I was like thinking, I was like, but here, right, you can see in the background here, this guy's got his helmet on, so that's either 2019 or 2018. That's new, too. When I started, they weren't wearing helmets. I, and I, I was saying to Michelle, I'm like, well, I guess that's smart, because you ever ding a ref in the head or see it happen? I've seen refs. I remember uh, you, John Sunderek. Right. We were down in Hamilton way back in... He got in this big brawl with this boxer who'd been eyeing him up because he wanted to fight someone. So they probably were going at it for five minutes. And this old ref, he was sort of a prick, had these little tiny like old glasses. And he was in there. And I guess Derek was swinging at the guy and just caught him in the face and shattered the glasses. But that was he wasn't wearing a helmet no. or anything. Just ate a punch from a right from a sixteen, seventeen year old big boy who was yeah, swinging angry. Hard. I've seen some refs get dinged with some balls, too, standing in the corner. Yeah, and, it dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, because the ball does just sometimes you wind up and you shoot, and just the way the mesh is and the ball's sitting, and the ball just goes the complete opposite way. Yeah, I've uh, and right, some guys just don't know. They don't have the sense of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I've done that, right? And you're playing net, and you're hugging the pipe on the right side. The guy's in the corner, so he can't score a goal. Cannot. No. So he's got to pass it or feed it around the net. And I remember not paying it, not looking at him, because what am I worried about? And the next thing I know, I take a puck in the side of the head. (laughs) And I'm like, Jesus. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what were you thinking? I'm like, who are you passing the puck to? Yeah, you're launching it at my head. (sighs) Your aunt was up in the the stands. She was ready to come down and drag that guy off the ice. And to to me, the easiest thing as a goalie, if you don't know what's going on, it just collapse. Yeah. And right, and hopefully the re- the ref blows the whistle <laughs> and you can stop the play. And uh, ref comes over and he's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Did I get hit in the head?" And he's like, "I think so." And I'm like, "By who?" <laughs> and then you got to decide whether you want to go punch that guy in the face. And oh. 
but yeah, it, it's yeah, it's not a good feeling. I mean, even with a helmet, it's not a good feeling. Yeah, I think the helmet helps, but it doesn't help that much. It no. still kills. Yeah, you've had you're pretty healthy right now, but you've had some good bru. I've seen good bruises on you. Yeah, and and that's more is that stick checks or is that hits? That's a lot of stick checks. I find the sticks get you on the bare skin, metal or something that does some damage. I find a lot on the hips, too. They like to cross-check you on the hips. Right. I don't find there's a lot of, like, body checking. Like, no, It's no. not like you're getting laid out by a body check that often. Right. Anymore. I mean, right? And, I mean, everybody's, especially when you run, and the, right, it's here. I don't think it's like hockey where you're looking at the puck. No, it's up you, on your shoulder and you're looking everywhere. Yeah, right? So it's a lot more heads up. So, I mean, no, you should see somebody coming at you unless they really do come from the side and you have no... Yeah, you're you, oblivious to it. You look down to pick up the ball or something, and look and up. Then, There's a guy who's been running. He saw you looking down because you fumbled the ball, and he was on his way. Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, oh, there's a guy." Yeah, I'm gonna end him. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you leave shortly. Yeah, next week. Next week, you're gonna fly down. My mom's gonna fly down, and Dad and I have to drive down together, and then we're gonna pick mom up on the way, and then because mom- in theory. You couldn't get three people through at the border. No. Such bullshit. <laughs> so she flies down, you pick her up, then you're legit, and then they can drive back over the border because they're Canadian citizens yeah. to get back in. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No, but it's COVID, so whatever. You know what? You're you're lucky that the border's open and you're getting to go and have your school year. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully it stays going. Uh, I think, right, even yeah. if we have a shutdown here, the states have been pretty relaxed. And they've, um, I mean, the people that are going to get vaccinated are vaccinated down there. I think it's just those real right-leaning people and that, right, it's conspiracy or whatever you want to say about it, are the issues. And I mean, right, you're you're in a fairly conservative state. I would assume if you look back on the way it voted, it was a Trump state, right? But the school's taking it seriously, I assume. Yeah, and it's, or, it's not like it's a crazy big school either. No. So it's not like you're going to have random people everywhere. So how many students do, in the, do you I, know? I think there's around 2,000. That's what it said on the website when I first looked at the I school. I was going to say, you, you, did, you did a little bit of research, I right? did a little bit of research, but it was sort of pick the school that I like the lacrosse team the best. And if that's what you want to do, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I that makes sense. They're looking. He said they want to win championships is what the coach said. Right. And you That's, do most of this through, like, you had Zoom meetings and stuff? Yeah, Zoom calls, phone calls, text messages. It all started, it was my first practice back since COVID in the winter with my junior A coach. And they created this, like, program, Top Draft Lacrosse, to help kids from up here right. get scouted down there. Because they love when we come down, but it, a lot of kids don't know how do you get how do I get connected with right. this coach down here? And they're not coming up really to scout. Yeah, especially this year too. They can't come up and right. normally they they got their kids down there. They see the kids who come down from Canada and that's who they scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, right. he asked me, he said, Do you wanna play college lacrosse? And I that time I was not expecting thought I'd go to university here, college here, do right. something. Right. And I mean right, you could play lacrosse yeah, here. Yeah, you can play lacrosse at Trent or something. But again, it's this it's the same thing. It's not it's not the same as 
getting down into the states, right? You're gonna get yeah, that NCAA. They just take it. They take their sports a bit differently, right? Than up here. It, it, just... And you know, it's it's relaxing a little bit. I mean, you know, in, in a Division school three school, I'm sure it's different, but you know, Division one, Division two, where these kids, you know, the schools making millions of dollars on their athlete students and selling their jerseys and selling their likeness. And, you know, none of that money could be shuffled that way because that was part of the NCAA rules. And you're finally seeing it being like, well, listen, no, this is, you know, kids are coming in and they're already a business. Yeah. They're when they've signing been dr- like million dollar contracts. Like my age, kids are going down there this year and they have million dollar contracts ready. for And, some... so, and so they should. Yeah. Like... And I mean, right, you're, you're, you're putting, you know, you're bringing in alumni dollars. You're selling tickets to games in, in, in the stand and right. All those things, right. You know, people that are spending money on schools want winning schools mm-hmm. and you want good sports programs. And, you know, it's sad to say that athletics still bring money in. And, you know, athletics allow a school to to do other things and have other good programs because you can't spend all that money on uh, equipment and fields, right? No. So you, you you hook up with your, your coach up here. He's got uh, – he's running a – what did you say it was again? Top draft lacrosse. So they've probably said – I don't know. They started it in the fall, and they've probably sent 15 kids down cool. now. Like. So they know your stats. They pull all that, I assume. I don't. There's not really that many stats. Like no, there's a lot of. It was a lot of verbal talk. Like right, I have so a couple. I probably had about maybe forty-five seconds of video of me actually playing lacrosse. Right, because like, you didn't know you were doing this ahead of time. Yeah, and I don't video our games aren't no, live streamed or anything. You're so. not making a uh, highlight reel. No, the uh, Caleb Connell highlight <laughs> reel. That's, watch, watch me crush this guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's parents, there's parents in the stand that are doing that though. Yeah, that's not uh, for me. No, that's good. That's good. So basically, the they approach schools, so they get an idea of what you're interested in. Yeah, we had a meeting with him, and he sort of went over like you where know, he thinks I fit, what I sort of see. As so he has a very good understanding of the system down there. Yeah, he went. My coach robert hope went to this school pfeiffer university when he went to university so he was very well connected with that school so that was sort of made it a bit easier going there knowing that he was sort of there right and right familiar with the program yeah so he makes the introduction and they kind of take him for his word that you know yeah, I, I got a young man that's interested in coming down and playing lacrosse um, play. i've coached him for x amount of years he can play you know, has the right mindset, just co- right? Yeah, a I, lot of mindset with it. And that you're coachable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think still, and again, I just don't know. My only reference is hockey and then coaching, you know, your cousins. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's kids that are great hockey players, but they're just fuckers. And yeah. they're they're not coachable. And, you know, they don't want to share the puck or they don't want to be involved in the play. They just want to score goals, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And, I mean, there's a place for that. But as a volunteer, man, I just want kids to make it fun and make my job easier. It's no different than my job. I just want employees to make my job easier. I don't want an employee that I have to over, you know, oh, I got to talk to Caleb again about, you know, not chewing gum on the sales floor or, you know. 
that he has to say thank you to the customer when he's done taking their right, right. Mm-hmm. there's just, there's employees that get it and that are that make anything easier or kids or athletes right so he goes down there makes the introduction you have a couple of chats with them yeah you I think I did it in the. I think I left class and went out a phone call with him. And I was like, I don't really. Care. I'm not doing anything. Right. Well, right. It's sort of. <laughs> he's at. He's working too all day. So yeah. Working in with his schedule. So yeah, I think I talked to four or five coaches and maybe. You, right. So you from that school? No, just or total from, from different schools. Right. Yeah. So when you talk to and you, Pfeiffer. Yeah. Okay. So when you talk to Pfeiffer, you talk to the head coach or you talk to an assistant. I've only talked to the head coach the whole time. So right, so you got an idea that he's he's in the mood. Yeah, he seems like he wants me there. He he te- he would text me all the time. It's like that sort of makes you feel like you're wanted there well, compared the, to the other coaches who like the one coach said he wanted me, but he never once no asked didn't for, reach out, didn't and, ask for a phone call or Zoom no. or be like, oh, we would love to have you here. Yeah, and then right chased another twenty kids. Yeah, I st- he'd send you like a group email. Do you get to play that school? Possibly their division three. Oh, that's good. That'll be fun. Yeah. Be like, fuck you. <laughs> so, and this this guy, he's in the mood to win a championship or build a championship t- team. Well, they, they won their conference championship last year. Okay. And he wants to go back again, but I want the national champ. Like, that's what I want when it's the national Sure. Champion. I don't, that's sort of like on the way. That's like your zone championship here or something. It's like, great, you beat your teams in your area. But- right. I want everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be the best of the best. Yeah, I don't want to be say I'm the best, but there's like 25 te- I lost in the championship tournament. Right. It's like that's not. I don't see that as victory. Right. I mean, you got to win a lot to to be there. And I mean, I guess if you're not winning, you're 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 losing, right? Yeah. But you know, you, you make it to a championship. Ideally, you're your second best, or you still could be the best, and you just what? And you know, right? Games roll. Out of your yeah, games just happen. It's not yeah, it's not what you did. It's you know the goalie's not on or their guy just is on. Yeah, and you can't stop. I mean, if you get a player that you can't stop, that happened in lacrosse too. A guy will go out there and he'll pop ten goals in your net. And that's that guy scored ten. And yeah, another guy scored five, and another guy scored two or three. And yeah, and you're like looking at your D partner and be like, I thought you had him. Yeah, especially in field down there, like. A nine-goal game for their best player is easy. Right. And that's, I mean, right. You know, and as a coaching, you're like, well, what are we going to do? Like, I can imagine at halftime and be like, Connell, that's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? And be like, I don't know, coach. I just can't stop him. Yeah, he's beating me. He's just, he's just too fast or he's just, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm giving him everything I got and he just isn't coughing the ball up. <sighs> so you go down. What are you getting a degree in? Sports management. Very good. So. Oh. That's exciting. So, um, big plans or ideas, what you want to do with it when you're done? Just sports management. Yeah, there's a lot of, I've seen sort of like it's, the basis. and There's a, a lot you can do with yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of different areas once I figure it out. And a lot of, like, right, a lot of side hustle Yeah, um, and stuff like that. I just, uh, Fleming's got the, that sport management course. Yeah, and a guy, I, lo- I looked at that yeah, one. Yeah, so a guy I work with took that course. And now he went to Trent and he's getting his economics. Mm-hmm. And his, the idea is he wants to, he wants to play around with um, cap money. So he's got an appreciation for the sports end of it. And then he's got a degree in, in mathematics mm-hmm. and economics and microeconomics. So he can like write that when you, you see these, 
crazy trade days where right they yeah that would Ve- be awesome Vegas gave up Flurry for no dollars yeah everyone's scratching their heads just right. just to free up yeah cap space but somebody told them to do it yeah they're, they've done something it's like this is the best move yeah right it, it it's just math there, there's an equation on the table that um, somebody in that di- that division or that organization says listen. We can't keep Flurry next year. In the long run, he's going to start to deteriorate, and then we're not going to get a return on investment, and then we're not going to be able to do anything because they've traded so much away. Yeah, chasing the cup and not getting it. And they're not going to know. I think they're going to be on hard times for your for, for a few years. Your poor brother is going to have to jump uh, jump nah, ship. I keep, I keep telling him that. Is he going to be a Blackhawk fan now? Oh, I don't know. He might have to buy a few jerseys, maybe. <laughs> I tell them that weekly. They're weekly. Not, they're not going to win. They've blown it. Yeah, they who, had their chance. What's he do with that Fleury go, uh, jersey he's got now? I don't know. Take the name off the back? Yeah, I should. Oh, uh, this That's the problem with hockey right there. But that's what sells jerseys as well. Yeah, big name like Fleury getting yeah. traded. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there he said he's going to play. So it'd be interesting at how much better that makes uh, Chicago. They could be a bit better. You'd think they would be. Or is it going to burn him out? Because, I mean, he can't. Yeah, he can't play 50 he, games anymore. He's going to see a lot of pucks. Yeah. A lot of pucks. They're not. They still got their old stars, but they're young. Yeah, for sure. So, sports management. You've got your course uh, outline already set, I assume. Yeah, I'm not sure what they are, but I know it's set. Right. So, you're, you're going to. Yeah. So, you, uh, you take off, sorry, this week? Next week on the tenth. On the tenth. Um, so right, <laughs> meet up with Mama in what Buffalo? I think we're meeting her in Charlotte, staying in the hotel that night right. in Charlotte, and then we'll go to the school the next day. Right, and they're happy to have your parents there. Yeah, like I think we're going for lunch with the coach. I think right because we haven't like most of those kids have been to the school, visited. Right, I've met the coach. I haven't visited the Nothing. school. Nothing. Met the school. Met the coach. That's cool. So you sit down, your parents get to sit down, make sure that he's not... Uh, yeah, I think it's more they want to meet the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see the, sure, see make sure g- he's not a diddler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's been vetted. <laughs> yeah, and then they take off and come home, and uh, you've, you've already talked to your roommate, or you know your roommate. Yeah, I've talked to my roommate right? a bit, yeah. And uh, he likes to go to the gym and work out. Yeah. So that means you like to go to the gym and work out? That's probably going to mean that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gets up early, I hear. Now, is he there for lacrosse? Yeah, he's a goalie. So, and they, ideally, are they trying to put the players together yeah, in residence? all the freshmen got put in a group chat with the coaches, and he texted us a couple months ago and said, do all of you have a roommate like on the lacrosse team? And a couple kids didn't, and he switched their roommates. To- oh, very cool. So, right, at least you know... Yeah, that's nice. You got one person that you know, and they're on the team, so it's yeah. sort of like you have the same schedule, sort of. Right, and they kind of work your class around. Obviously, they, I'm they, thinking so. You know yeah. when you have games, they know when you have practice. So right, if you have a a five a.m. practice, that might not be the day you have a seven a.m. class. Yeah, I know I don't have any classes till after nine, which that's not bad. Well, that'd be good for you. Yeah, you like to sleep. Um, did you go by the uh, the dairy barn and say goodbye to all the girls? No. No. I'm going to go back over there before I before leave. you leave. Yeah. 
So yeah, now how many years have you been at the dairy barn milking cow, molesting cows? <laughs> that was like five years. Five years. That was cow. good. That was a good little side hustle for you. It was close to home. M- well, made a lot of money. Yeah, and yeah. I worked with like I've never, I couldn't have worked at McDonald's or because I'd I get a call on a sat. I'd be working Friday, Saturday, Sunday all weekend, long weekend or something, and I'd get a call from the junior C coach. You want to come play for us this weekend? I remember it was in the playoffs. They called like third round. It's like you're not saying no to a third round. You're getting called up, right? And this was back when I was like minor midget too. So, it's, it's like, and obviously the the dairy farm was okay with yeah, you. I, I remember I called Phil. I probably called about ten every single person that knew how to milk cows there. I called and none of them could milk because it was a long weekend. So right. it ended up I called Phil and I said my cousin Jesse he because Jesse and Mitchell are the people that I replaced. Right. And they sort of, they came back a bit when uh, the colleges were on strike. Jesse was working there and right. making some money while he was off. And he was uh, he quit for about a month. And I called him and said, could you work for me tomorrow? <laughs> like, could you work for me? I got yeah. across. And yeah. him and his brother each took my shift. They took, one took the morning, one took the night for me. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I mean, right, it's nice to have an employer that's okay with that. Yeah, or like, he'd, sometimes if I needed it, he'd work for me or something. Like a right. weekend, like a, I'd go to a scouting camp or something, I'd get invited right. and I'd say, can you work for me? And he'd work for me. Not too shabby. So that's good. That's good. You put managed to put some money away. Yeah. And uh, don't blow it all <laughs> when you're down there. That's um, the goal. So, Yeah. Ideally, they take care of you. Uh, so, right, room and board's taken care of. Yeah, food's, food's taken, taken care, care of. Food's taken care of. Equipment? Equipment will be taken care of. They said we're playing with our regular gear until for the fall season and then summer se- or spring season, winter season, because they start in about January. Right. We'll get, we'll have our actual gear with. I'll be sort because of, I wear like blue and green and they're yellow and uh, like gray. Right. So, I'm going to be standing out a bit. My baby blue gloves. And right, right. <laughs> white and blue. Um, there's a couple of companies that actually do some like um, like skins for like hockey stuff. So they uh, like for helmets, gloves. I know they do it for pants, but you wear shorts, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's a few different companies out there where you can like, it's almost like a vinyl and you can like, mm-hmm. it covers your, your team colors if you get traded um, mid-season or whatever. But uh, they don't care. There's going to be a dozen other kids that stand out too, right? Yeah. I'm not too worried either. I like wearing my gear. It's comfy. So you're excited? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll all be good once you get on the field, right? Yeah, once you start playing. That's definitely the big part. That's sort of helping it easily go, like, easy to go there. So it's not like I'm going to be sitting in my room every night doing nothing after class. It's I do class and then I go to practice or hit the gym right, right. and then it's bedtime you might have to right. go home and do homework and then it's bedtime right. but, homework that's yeah. the important part but it's not like you're sitting there it's like man i wish i was at home or something yeah they I miss people at home yeah they um they supply you with that schedule too yeah I so think. right you you know when you're eating you know when you're practicing do they have um designated gym time i'm not sure Sure. no i'm not sure how much really works i think it's gonna be completely new for me I don't know what other freshmen go in and know, but right. Well, right. You'll you'll figure it out, and as I say, right. The the consistent thing will be that you're playing lacrosse. So this is the 2019. Uh, look how big that goalie is. Yeah, he was. He's, our... he's three feet wide in his shoulders. He's ginormous. 
he was the best goalie on that year. He was the best goalie in Ontario, but he'd played in Clarington his whole life. And the two coaches had goalie sons, so he never played a game. Never, they always just cut him. And then finally, his last year, he's like, I want to actually play. I don't want to play on the two. I'm better than. And he came, I remember he came to tryouts and we're just like, who is, like, where has this kid been? Or, because we'd always needed a goalie. And this kid shows up at tryouts and he's throwing the ball the length of the floor and hitting you on the run. You're right. just like, normally we're lucky if we, our goalie can throw the ball to half. Yeah. And, and Clarington was willing to release him. Yeah. They didn't really have a choice. I don't, it was sort of like, well, right, because he never made... Yeah, he never made it, so it was sort of like, why are you, like, this kid wants to go play. Yeah. It, it was a big... Because they were pissed off when they re- we went down and we start thumping them with this kid and then right. they can't score on him. It's like, this is your goal. We took your goal away. Yeah, yeah. But you were never going to take him and play him. Yeah. See, that's the politics of it that I hate, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's retarded. Like, the best kids play. Yeah. No, for sure, right? Which I don't find the politics are terrible and look... There's a, there's teams, teams with their politics, like right. Oakville and stuff. They like to bring politics into play. So that bunch of guys, you've basically played with most of them. Yeah, there's probably about four or five of them. That, there's a couple I started with, like first right. year. That one, the one coach, the coach on the far right, I won gold with twice and a bronze medal with at the Summer Games in London in 2018. Right. And then when we were the green machine, we won gold as well. And then we got gold that year, which was pretty awesome. And then the coach on the beside him, the year before, I won the Meredith Cup with the junior C's as a call up with him. Right. And then he coached me, and we won again that year, which was pretty awesome playing with him. And then he coaches you, and you win. Right. Right. Good memories. Right. And most of these guys have followed as coaching staff have followed the same thing you've done. Most of them have played. Yeah, most of them have gone. In. Most of them are from Peterborough. They they won their championships. They did the thing. A lot of them are pro lacrosse. Like the guy on the far left holding Katoni, he's one of the best goal scorers in the world right now. Like at practice, he'd be standing like 40 feet away and picking corners on our goalie. Right. And it's just like a missile. Like and echo- who's he play with? The Rochester Nighthawks. Okay. Oh, so lot, okay, right? There's a lot of Peterborough. The, guys the Evan there. brothers, yeah, or one of them at least was the Nighthawk, right? Not yeah, that I know much. Sean and Sean was Turner is now. So that's cool, and I mean, when you think about it, there's not that many kids that go through, and um, a generation before there's an age group of kids like that again. Okay. So in that picture, how many of those kids are going to continue to play lacrosse? Seven, eight, ten. Quite a bit. There's a lot of skill on our team. Had a lot of right, a lot of good players that came together. And so, so how many of them are going to the states? Do you know? If we go back to the picture, I can tell you a lot of them. So, if you say front row, front row, three of them went to high school in the states. Right. Two of them will definitely play university in the states for sure. Then back row, there's about that whole back row except for about <laughs> two kids is in the states already. Some of them are going, some of them are down there for high school. Some of them are going down there for high school next year. Some of them are going down there for university. Like the one guy's going to Yale next year on a scholarship for lacrosse. And that's a division one. Yeah, that's division one Ivy League. Like that's top of the line. You can't get much. And another kid's going to Princeton. Right. Like those are some big names. And smart kids as well. Yeah. Yeah, smart and athletic. They want both. (laughs) Lacrosse is not like basketball where 
you have a 50. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're amazing. You can dunk the ball and shoot a three-pointer like nobody else, so you can come play. It's, you're, you're a student athlete as a lacrosse. Right. You're not getting paid the big bucks. So no. You're just, you have to have well, a good grade. The, right? Good yeah. for them. Good for them. But, I mean, ideally, you know, coming up, there's no team behind you that's posting what you guys did. No, like the whole time we've won, it's like we won a championship and they're coming out and looking to see when Peterborough won at last at that age group. And it's 30, 40. It's back when like right. Sean Evans and right, right, right. all those guys, Tracy Kolesky, John Grant Jr. When they were little kids playing, when they were coming up through the ranks, right. like when these championships were being won and now we're coming up. And, we've and there's been... nobody there's nobody like following you in the age category that's doing that either. No, not really. There's one younger team. I don't know. We'll see as they get older. But they were sweeping things. One right. age group there. Because when you start, there's like, when we're younger, it's like 100 kids. There's like three teams. Yep. Because I remember the one year we went down, there's the two Peterbilt teams playing for gold or whatever. Like They just had two phenomenal, so many kids that were so good. Right. And then th- that filters down. Yeah, right. Because right, kids get a little pick. Kids get a little pissed. They get cut, cut, or they start concentrating on hockey, or they start, yeah. or just fall right out. Right, just yeah. You see a lot of kids, one or two a year, wean their way. Now though, we're sort of at the time where the kids that I'm playing with now, I've played with for a couple of years, and well, they've co- right. You're committed yeah, to you're it, com- right? You're, if you've played this long, why would you stop? Yeah, once you hit junior, there's not like you have two options, really. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. I'm very happy for you that uh, you're getting to play the game that you like a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and you're uh, you're getting something out of it, which is exciting. Yeah, that was the goal. You get to play a bit of lacrosse, and you get your school in. Right. You get a little bit more done, and that's exciting. I, I know your parents are excited, so that's cool. I'm sure they're a little bit worried about you uh, being that far away, but I mean, they're uh, pretty level-headed parents, I think. They've been pretty... Uh, pretty relaxed yeah i think they're sort of happy that uh it's 21 down there for drinking, <laughs> right right yeah but different. um i i mean it's 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 no different than anywhere and i think it's the people you surround yourself with and it's you've got a good head on your shoulders i think most days yeah and it's just remembering you know that you're here for a reason and it'll be interesting to see you know when you get down there where i stand <sighs> where yeah. it sits and what the party scene's like, what the course load is like, and, you know, do you even have room to go out and, and, yeah, and party? That's what I wonder, yeah. It's like, do you get down there and it's just... But I'm I've, sure. I've heard D3, that's why I picked Division 3. Is I heard D2, it's, you're committed. D1 and D2, you're committed. The coach sort of picks what you're doing. Yes. He, he owns you, more or less. Yes. And that's... Not, not what you want. I'm not going to own, no. No. I'll be there and I'll commit to it. But yeah. I need... I need my free time every a little once bit, in a while. A little bit of space. Yeah, I don't a want, bit of space. I'm not going to be overworked. And I've heard that's a big difference from playing box across up here to field down there. Right. Is they take it like football where you're in the gym two or three times a week and you practice once and then it's games. Whereas here, we might practice once or twice a week at the start of the season. Then we might Nothing. Pr- we'll practice once throughout the week, but we'll play two games th- throughout the week. But that's pretty much like box across. You can't really... Pr- you can practice so much, but it's more how do you perform in a game? There's not drills and stuff that you're doing. It's- yeah, you. I mean, this is the other thing too. You're right. You're going to school. You're playing with kids that have played their whole life. Do you still run drills, or is it you know? Do you just play the system that the coach wants you to play? It's sort of like I'm not sure what's going to be down there, but I know for junior and stuff, it's a lot less like. 
It's one more of the how do you not get stuff done? Yeah, you've been doing this your entire yeah. life. Keep your conditioning up. Conditioning is a big one up here, right? Guys, sort of because we're not in the weight room every week. No, it's what do you want to do on your own? Yeah, and especially in box across, you can get away with being a bit overshaped. If you can run for thirty seconds, get your <laughs> you're good. Like, like I remember when John Junior quit or whatever, yeah, or finished because his knees were done. Yes, he'd take about two steps on the floor. And he'd still score three or four. Like he'd be standing 30, 40 feet away from the net because he couldn't really, couldn't run, no, couldn't really he walk. Was done. But if he got the ball wide open, he could pick a corner and shoot still. And that's what he'd do. Yeah, wait, wait. He squeaked out, what, two extra seasons when he shouldn't have been playing? Yeah, I think so. And then came back last year in the MLL to take the lead and score, like, ever. Oh, did he play last year? I think last I'm year. I'm so disconnected. Maybe not last year or the year before. Right. That league folded, though. Or right. It, Folded, merged with the new league. Okay, like I say, I follow it very little. Yeah, it's not that. Whatever you're doing is what I'm interested. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, man, I really do appreciate that you came out as well too. Once you're down there and you get settled, we should do this um, over the internets, and uh, you can let me know exactly how it is. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Where all the party girls are at? Hopefully, everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's what I've heard. That, uh, yeah, there is it. A, is it is it a party school with two thousand kids? I don't think it's over a big party school. But my roommate has buddies at UNC, which is about forty five minutes down oh. the road, and that's a that's a pretty big school. That's it, right. So then you just travel down as long yeah, as you know somebody. Yeah, I get down there for like March Madness. They take their basketball Ball, serious. And UNC is a good basketball. Yeah, so that's a pretty big party. I bet when they get in March Madness. Right, right, right. Oh, I always forget. Like, there's other schools. And there's so like there's schools everywhere down there. Is there like D? You gotta think. Yeah, D three like is every D three is probably as the most schools like is humongous. D two is sort of tiny. I don't know. I only know the lacrosse schools though too. Right. Like a lot of schools don't have lacrosse. Well, it's funny too because like right, you talk to people or you like right in in the podcasting. You're listening to some comedian. They talk about the school and like, oh, where did you play? And they're like, oh, you would never have heard of it. Because it's this tiny little D3 school. But, right, I played right. I played college ball. Yeah, I played college ball. And and some but, of those, yeah. like those little schools are good at their, they go to a couple sports that they're yep. very good at and they focus on them. Like that's what this school I've sort of heard is. Right. Lacrosse and basketball. So North Carolina, warmer, but they're going to get snow, right? I'm not sure if it's snow. Man, did you not look into this shit? I've heard like, a, I heard it's like... I might be our fall. Fall? Like a, I think like you might get a bit of snow one night. Right, but not... Oh. It's gone by noon. Oh, that's perfect. You'll love that. Yeah, I don't need the snow. <sighs> right? Sandals all year long? Yeah, 35 and sun, sunny. Oh, right. You're going to be excited. You're going to be down there in shorts every day and be like, who's the Canadian kid? <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 degrees out. Or I guess they're in Fahrenheit down there. Well, that's awesome. So, um... As I say, we're almost done. Um, I totally love to touch base with you again once you get settled down there and get a couple months into it. We'll touch base again, and see how you're doing. You can talk about practice and winning games and chasing chicks and yeah. all that terrible stuff that young men do. Do you want to mention the uh, your uh, your coach's uh, side hustle there, the uh, the scouting thing? Yeah, top draft lacrosse. It's it's not just for lacrosse. Like if you're a hockey player, they do it if, all. If you search up top draft hockey, there'll be a website comes up. They're and, on the internet. Yeah, they're cool. on the internet. They're everywhere. They're and, on Instagram. 
Oh, they got it all. Yeah. And right. And then they're putting up pictures saying that they got uh, Caleb Connell into uh, yeah. success story, right? You really are, right? There's not, I mean, right? You talk about that there's a ton of kids off your team that are going, but in the real big scheme of things, not a lot of kids are doing what you're doing. So you should be really proud of yourself and uh, keep concentrating and doing well. And don't uh, don't take it for granted and yeah. enjoy every step of the uh, every step of the way. Anything else you want to shout out? Uh, this week when we're playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, in Oakville, it'll be live streamed on YouTube at the OJLL live stream. Search up. They'll see. Yeah, channel Peter. one or channel two. I'm not sure. Took me a little while to figure yeah. out it was channel two. But yeah, it's good. It, there's not a lot of lag. And uh, thank your parents. Yeah, well. Thanks, mom and dad. Thanks, You've been great. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Everybody, thanks for joining. Have a great night. Hey, thanks for joining us on Scotty's Journey. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And join us next time when Scotty tries to learn something new because Scotty doesn't know. Scotty Doesn't Know is a Songcast production. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that, so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing, to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready... Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? <laughs>